Welcome to the Wow Marriage Podcast. In our marriage, we had a blast in the whoa, this is awesome phase, struggled and endured through the what was I thinking phase, and fought hard to get to the wow marriage we have today. It's our goal to share with you some practical tools, biblical principles, and help you reach the wow marriage and stay there. So buckle up, get ready. It's going to be a great ride. Now let's get going. Well, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, whatever time you are tuning in to this podcast. We want to welcome you back to our Wild Marriage Podcast. This is Chris and Maria Walker, your faithful servants in the Lord, and our design is to help encourage you and your life with your marriage and with basically any other thing that you may have an, an issue with in your life. But we are focusing on marriages because that is what our key is. Um, today we want to talk about even though. And you feel the blank, hallelujah. <laughs> yes, you feel in the we, blank. Even we though We use a lot of even though in our life. Right. What are <laughs> we going through? It doesn't matter. Even though we're going through something, you know, God is still in control of our lives. Even though we had an argument, we're still going to go to church. Yes, I remember those times where we were even sit in different side of the church because we just had that an was argument. When we were younger. Yeah, we were younger <laughs> in the Lord, hallelujah, but even though we didn't stop going. Yes. And yes. Even I remember our pastor noticed, like, okay, what's going said, on what's here? What's going on with the walkers? <laughs> they're sitting, again. They're sitting apart again. So, hey, y'all we come have some to issues. and talk to us and we can see. But I tell you what, ladies and gentlemen, even though like we went through stuff, we made it. And yeah, exactly. And, 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 you know, We're making no it. Excuse, We're right? still standing. Still standing. It doesn't matter. We still have arguments. We, we still have different. Well, very subtle. To be honest, very little nowadays, praise the Lord. Yeah, I don't but argue even though we have, <laughs> 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 even though we have arguments, God can still use you. You know, the enemy yes. of darkness attacking so many people, the body of Christ, to keep our mouth quiet, to feel like, what I'm going to be praying for other marriage? What would I tell her that God can do it? Well, I'm not even barely making right. it. Exactly. You know, and, and that, it's a lie from Satan. That's a lie mm-hmm. from Satan because it's an attack because throughout Scripture we see where people were afraid of something and they didn't really want to do something, but they did it in spite of their fear. You know, just, just like a foundational Scripture that we have here in Ezra 3.3. 3, it says, even though the people were afraid of the local residents, they rebuilt the altar at its old site. Then they began to sacrifice burnt offerings on the altar to the Lord morning and evening. So when you're going through stuff, when we go through stuff, even though we're going through, make a point to reconcile, make a point to get better with each other. Make a and point make to a serve point the Lord. Sacrifice and serve. We and are that sacrifice. Exactly. We are, even though I know a lot of people, um, when they have a spouse different and argument, they think they need to sit down and no longer be able to serve at the local church. But the God that we serve is an even though God. Exactly. That even though you still got issues, you can still do and be used by God. Right. You still anointed. We're going to talk about all this point, backing up with the word of God, why you should still do whatever God placed in your heart. Even though. Even though. Because that's the God that we serve. That is the God that we serve. Even though we make mistakes and, you know, we file things up every once in a while, you know. Even though we have mistakes in this show, 
you know, even though I have an accent, God can still use me. Even though sometimes we might have this show and we might, you see us hearing us flipping up pages and it's a little embarrassing yeah. that time. <laughs> we, we do make some mistakes uh, while we do this podcast, but we do it with the love of God and we do it because we know that we've been through some stuff. Right. We've been through some stuff that can be encouraged somebody else. So many times the enemy of darkness want us to stay quiet and not share what God has done in our life because we still have issues. And that's the thing that sets people apart that's the thing that encourages people to continue on because you know everybody well not everybody but people know that they are they don't have the worst marriage out there but sometimes you feel like it yeah (laughs) but see you know the thing is 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 knowing that you know there's encouragement there is help there are people available resources i tell you if you're going through issues, you've got to let the people, your pastor, you know, your elders, your deacons, you have to let your brothers and sisters know. It's not like throwing all your, your dirty laundry out there, but you have to know where you can go to get help from. There's no marriages that should ever end in divorce because there is a lot of help out there, and it's in the local church. A lot of times, you know, we embarrass, and we also feel like, man, we've been through this already. But you know what? God will do it again. Exactly. We've been through some stuff over and over again. Sometimes, and that's okay. Sometimes the same thing. The beauty is, let's say, for example, if I get upset about something, what we used to fight for weeks and months along, now we only fight it for two or three minutes. Or now we don't fight at all. But there's in, uh, improvement. It doesn't happen overnight. So the things that used to bother you, let's say, for example, you used to bother you maybe a week or two. Now it only takes a couple of hours and you get over a lot quicker because we are growing, but we never stop walking. If you cover up the wound, it cannot be healed. Right. So you have to be open enough to the people that God placed in your life, like a pastor, dinkers and elders, and those who have um, mature on the things of God. Those who will know also how to keep a secret. <laughs> you know, you know that's, that, that's very, that's vital. Because, you know, like I said earlier, you don't just want to throw your dirty laundry out there and just go talking, you know, to any old person about your your issues. You know, you have to be able to trust someone. You have to have people in your church that are able and that are willing to help. And you have to know who you need to go see. And that's very important. And that brings us to our next point, too. The vital thing that encouraged me so much that God has spoke to me, they help us with our marriages. Pray for one another. Exactly. Pray for other couples. The word of God say in Proverbs eleven twenty five, when you refresh other, you yourself will be you refreshed. Be refreshed. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and God tell us to pray for one another. A lot of times when we are going through something, we think that we're the only one. But Isolation. the word of God, the word of God tell mm-hmm. us the same things that you're going through, many brothers around the world will, are going through the same thing. So I lift up the body of Christ, whatever, if it's not only marital problem, when I'm going as a mother, I say, Father, I know as mom is father, right now. Yes. I lift this mother who are believing for the protocol. Give them strength. I declare that the faith will not fail them. So it is crucial. If you want um, to be powerful in the things of God and you need encouragement, you got to sow these things so you, you can reap these things. Exactly. So we got to, it is vital. And a lot of say, wow, I'm going to be praying for all the marriage when my marriage itself need prayer. 
That's why. That's exactly why you're going to pray for all the marriage. Because you need prayer. Because you need prayer. And, you know, you're going to be encouraging others, you know, as you're going through and praying yourself. You're praying for others. And that's building you up at the same time because it is that encouragement that comes from the Word of God. A lot of time we also, I'm sorry, mm -hmm. <laughs> a lot of time we also want to... Um, there's a time when we grow up in prayer. There's a time when we only pray about ourselves. But there has to be a point when we put other ones first. Yes. Because we trust in God that he's taking care of us as we're taking care of others. Right. Amen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, you know, uh, another important thing is that, you know, you, we have to ask God, God, I'm sorry, ask God to give us, you know, courage. Boldness. Need <laughs> I that. need well, that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, courage and boldness. Yeah, Amen. Because we need it. Because I tell you what. It takes a lot of courage to admit that you're wrong. Exactly. You know, it takes a lot of courage to, you know, accept defeat. And I don't mean that in, in a demoralizing kind of way, but, you know, somebody, and we've said this before in a previous podcasts, you know, somebody has got to be the bigger person. Mm -hmm. You know, it, ta it takes courage, you know, to be, to submit. And then again, it takes that boldness to be able to understand, you know, why things happen this way and why you didn't and then to speak the things that are right yes exactly just and it takes also a lot of courage when you're going through a situation marital issue it takes a lot of courage to tell other god can fix your marriage yes. i remember what the word of god saying acts 4 29 day god grant us courage to preach this gospel the least thing that you want to do when you're going through hard situation is preach the gospel. Right. If you, of course, as you mature in Christ, this become a lot easier because you're able to discern. But a baby in Christ? Yes, a baby in Christ, that, that is very, that's very important to know because, you know, we're talking about courage and boldness. When we first, when we were reconciled in our marriage and we started to, you know, um, undercover uncover things that was going on you know we weren't ready we didn't have the courage to go out and speak you know the glory of what God did for us we didn't have the boldness to share our story to share our our testimony mm -hmm. of how we went through such mess in our marriage and then how God restored us but see now that courage and that boldness is ever present in us because it's something that we know that God did for us. It wasn't anything we did on our own except submit to the word of God. And now that boldness is on us to preach the gospel, to share about our marriages and the courage to know that, hey, we can do this. You can do this because we've been through it and we're here to help. We can do anything through Christ. God has given us the mind of Christ, and we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Amen. A lot of people think this, well, I might just don't have what it takes. You know, I have it. If you're breathing, you have what it takes. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> well, the Word of God tells us, honey, that in First uh, John 2, 20, that we anointed. Right. And, and a lot of people, okay, can you elaborate? A lot of people don't know what this anointing, what does this mean? Okay, well, the scripture you said in 1 John 2.20 says, but you have an anointing from the Holy One. We have an anointing from the Holy One. That anointing is the power and the boldness to preach the gospel, to speak the truth, to tell others, you know, what they may need to hear. I'm going to tell you what you need to hear not what you want to hear. 
Mm-hmm. You know, there's that anointing and that power that that comes with that is to bring success, is to bring, you know, the um, know how. Yeah, the know how, the wisdom on how to, you know, revelation and wisdom on how to use the word of God in your life. We have to know what that is. And when that anointing comes on us, it's just the all of it is, is pretty much, you know, working towards one goal. It, and it's is the it, boldness and it's the authority and it's the courage to do what God has called and appointed us to do. Amen. It's, it's a very present of God to do the part that we also incapable of doing on our own. Yes, exactly. You know, a lot of times I really have to remind myself I'm anointed to be your wife. I'm yes, anointed. <laughs> <laughs> Keep your mind settled in the word. Don't <laughs> don't get ahead. But I have to, re- you know, a lot of times we feel. I feel like uh, the body of Christ sometimes get attacked with so much di- discouragement and mm-hmm. condemnation. Like, why will God? Go yeah, mm-hmm. and, and yeah. why will God use me? I mean, I'm still dealing. My husband still not serving the Lord. A lot of moms, you know, like what will God tell me about encourage you in the marriage if I myself have a marriage issue? You know, and, and the key is, is you don't have to have it all together. No. You we even never though, never will. Even and though. even though we have these issues, God can still use you. You know, also, uh, it's, it's funny. I don't know how it works, but it does work. The word of God says in Revelation that we overcome by the word of the blood of the Lamb and the, the word of our, our testimony. testimony. The more you speak about how God delivered you, the more you speak about how God has healed your marriage. And you might say, well, God haven't healed my marriage. We're still arguing. You're still together. Yeah, exactly. You're still together. Mm-hmm. I'm the one. I always tell wife this. Do not get wearing your well-doing. Exactly. Because God can do two things. He's either going to change him or remove him. But he's going to do something. Hallelujah. No, about somebody getting killed. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, you know why he said that. Let me explain. <laughs> I was a baby in Christ, people. I didn't know, no, I didn't know how to pray. <laughs> so I used to pray because when I came to Jesus, my husband was going with the army for seven months and mm-hmm. at the time I was the only one who was going to church so when he came back he started saying they're brainwashing you why are you going to this church so far and so on and I'm like Jesus if he's the one who's gonna keep me away from you take him take but him. I didn't mean <laughs> to kill him I meant to like let him leave me because I know I couldn't divorce him because I know it was wrong but I'm like I don't mind if he leave me but I ain't leaving him because I, I'm loving God and I know he hates divorce but I, he always joke around that I pray for God to kill him <laughs> no not necessarily but that was that was she, part of it <laughs> she just wanted me out of her life because I was in no. love with God I wanted God more than I mm. wanted you and see you know that that's the thing you know being in love with God because I'm you know, still in when, love with when, him. Yes. Hmm. When we do that, you know, God can fix absolutely Amen. anything, you know, and Amen. as long as, as long as there's effort, as long as we put forth effort, there is room for reconciliation. Amen. It's just I know like that's faith. true. God has given us, you know, he said, if we have faith as small as a mustard seed, we can speak to this mountain and then be thou removed and cast into the sea. But too many people are trying to dig through the mountain too many people are trying to climb over the mountain. Too many times they're trying to go around the mountain. But God said, just speak to the mountain. We put forth a lot of effort in doing other things. Even though we're going through something, we have to speak. We have the confidence. If we apply mm-hmm. the word of God, 
even though we go through, you know, Amen. issues, even though we go through strife, even, even though we though feel we fear, through pain, and even though fear, we speak to it and go. We don't have to try so hard and physically do things and mentally do things, you know, to try to put forth a lot of effort. It's just applying the word of God by simply speaking. So even though you got issues in your marriage, you can still testify. The more you testify, the more empowered you become. You know, because the word of God say, we overcome by, by doing these two things. Right. And you see, doing that is, you know, it's what you're feeding yourself. Because you just mentioned earlier about a lot of times, you know, they talk about things that they're going through and, and things that they're going through. But you know what? Talk about your successes. Talk yeah. about the things you have in common. Talk about what good you have in your marriage instead of what bad. Because it's like anything else. What you feed is going to grow. If you feed the negativity in your marriage, if you feed the negativity in your life, that's what's going to grow because that's your focus. But in spite of all that, even though you're going through things, speak the successes. Speak love. Continue. Men, continue to tell your wife that you love her. And Maybe you don't feel space, like you love her. Even if you don't feel like <laughs> it, because that's what's going to grow. You don't want to tell your wife, I hate your stinking guts. You know, you filthy Whoa. animal. That's, uh, that, that, that's horrible. That's horrible. But to tell your wife you love her, and that's what's going to grow. You tell her the negative things, that's what's going to grow. It's what we're feeding ourselves is what grows. What gets attention in our lives is what grows. Mm. Even though we're going through bad situations in our marriage or in your marriage, Speak the good things. Give the good things attention. That's when the ministry of reconciliation comes. That's when things are going to get better. Amen. The scripture encourages so much about the power of what we speak. And the scripture, um, the word of God tells us that God, we are creating his image. Exactly. And also it said God spoke those things. They were not as they were. So, when you testify and say, my marriage is restored, you speak it in faith, not a lie. And even though it's not. Even though it's not perfect that's what yet. You want. But it's in the process because everything we do in God, as He changed us, He also is changing the situation. Right. God is always dealing with our heart. And a lot of things that we have prayed for is not that God didn't hear us. As we receive those things, our heart has to be ready to receive it a lot of times i believe that god is not that his is his time is perfect perfect time but uh, for my experience some of the things i have not received right away i can see why i have not received it because our mind wasn't ready but in the waiting process even though i'm still waiting mm-hmm God can still use God me. God can still use God me. will use me in, in the, in the in even wait, though. Sometimes in that waiting is when we need to wait because that's when we need to hear God. Exactly. So our mind is constantly clouded and flooded and we're constantly talking and doing things and not sitting back listening to the still small voice of the Holy Spirit. You know, we can miss it. But those times in waiting, yeah, that's powerful. when we need to be here. Well, the Word God. of God say that the trial of our faith will produce so as we're waiting for this in our trial, we are producing. Exactly. We're producing fruit of patience. Fruit we're producing patience. the fruit oh, of the Holy wow. Spirit. Amen. I tell you what, sometimes we don't want to wait. We can't be patient, but that's what we need to do. We need to be still and the, know that God is God. Amen. Wait on the Lord and let him do the work in our lives. He because will. Because you know what? We mm -hmm. mess things up. God's got the plan already. When we put our two cents in it, 
and more than likely our two cents is outside of the word of God. <laughs> yes. You know, then that's when we start messing things up. You know, and then I, I think about things like this. What about when we already messed up? Mm-hmm. We already messed up. What do oh, we do? His mercies are renewed. Every that day. is my number that one is the verse. Hallelujah. We have that. We have that posted on the wall opposite our bed. So when I wake up in the morning, the, when I open my eyes, <laughs> that's the first thing I see. Is that's that the scripture. first thing we need to see. And that's what I say every morning. Thank you, God, that your mercies are renewed. And I try not to pick up stuff from yesterday. Sometimes we do, but as long as we're chasing, as long as we're running toward God, hey. We're running away from the sin. We're chasing God. We're running away from the bad things in our lives. We're following God. We're leaving the bad stuff behind and only going towards what God gives us. And that is a good, healthy future and a life with the woman that God gave, that you. God gave me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, amen. Well, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. It was really a pleasure and honor to be chosen by God to bring a little bit of encouragement this time for those who are feel the calling also of ministry in their heart. In so many couples, or maybe it's the wife who feel the calling, or maybe it's the husband feel the calling, and they feel like their wife is not ready yet. They feel like... um. How I'm going to be ministering if I still have a problem in my marriage, even though. Even though. Guide up, men and women of God, and let God use you for such a time as this to minister to his family, to minister to the people of God and those who are unbelievers. Let God use you because you don't have to have it all together for God to use you. And, you know, check us out. On our, please, you know, subscribe to our podcast. Check us out on our YouTube channels. And, you know, uh, follow us on thewildmarriage.com. Our email is thewildmarriage at gmail.com. You know, send us an email. You know, like us, send us questions. You know, it very well may spark a future podcast. So until the next time we meet, we call you blessed. And. I, I don't want to forget, remember what we have coming in February. Oh, Ooh, yes, yes, that's going to be yes, awesome, people. In we invite you to come to Rockcliffe, Kentucky yes. and be part of our first first marriage conference, February 22. <laughs> Look us up. Come and yes, join us. Come and, and join fun. us. And have, it's going to be a blast. Not only will you we minister to, but we're going to have some fun things going on we're talking about an after party where we can rekindle something keeping up the fire Woo-woo. so i'm super excited please come and join us we have plenty hotel because we have four nights nearby so we have a lot of hotels nearby make your reservation whatever you need to do so into your marriage and be part of this blessing time we're gonna have with all this couple until next time we'll see you then Thanks for listening to the Wow Marriage Podcast. We pray that the experiences shared today will not only bless you, but inspire you to have your very own Wow Marriage. To stay connected, please be sure to subscribe to this channel and also visit our website at thewowmarriage.com to watch this podcast and others in video. We call you blessed in Jesus' name.